You're listening to The Slave Price Show. All right, here we are, episode four. I want to get straight into it. What I really want to talk about on this episode is it's obviously, again, it's going to be linked to your financial habits because going on two hard years now, I just continually am being convinced that the largest problem most of us deal with, and I, and I know there's a slew if you're not focusing on the quality of your life, I know that there can be a ton of problems, but on average, one of the largest and most effective problems we have is the continual wasting of our income that a, that allows or causes rather us to be in a perpetual state of anxiety and worry. And so to tie that in with what I want to talk about, I want to talk about the purpose and the beauty of being creative and how most people's current lifestyles will not allow them to be creative in thoughts, um, in actions, in their relationships, their parenting. They're constantly bogged down. They're constantly frustrated. So therefore, there's no energy for people around them, <clears throat> spouses and kids, etc. And so I, I have a little note and, and I put, you know, that, that money and freedom allow you to dream and think of what is, what ifs. So one thing that my wife and I currently do daily now is entertain so many fun ideas of what if we bought this place? What if we bought this building? What would the rent on something like this be? How fun would it be to have a vacation home that we own outright that at the end of a work day on Friday on a good week, we just hop in the vehicles and we go down there and we spend the weekend. Like Just things that <clears throat> when we got married five, almost five years ago at the beginning would not have been in our thoughts. You know, we were bound by kind of our upbringing and the social group we rolled around in, which was just really just living wastefully, just doing whatever you wanted to do at the moment that didn't benefit you tomorrow. And see, that's what's guaranteed is it's guaranteed that what you do today is going to affect you tomorrow while at the same time we're advised not to take thought for tomorrow but the life of a person that's living in principles and faith and excitement will always set his future life up for a better time with more success and without the money being freed up in your life and being taken away by debts and things like that, you don't have the ability to be able to focus on fun things, on creative things, on what you're really good at that you could monetize and make a service for people. Um, check out what George Bernard Shaw said. He said, you use a glass mirror to see your face. You use works of art to see your soul. And again, most of us are so exhausted by the life that we live. We don't even have the time to express ourselves through good work and creative endeavors and things like that. Let me re read you what Elizabeth Gilbert said. She said, a creative life is an amplified life. It's a bigger life, a happier life, an expanded life. And she ends it and says, and a hell of a lot more interesting life, a creative life. And again, what we're dealing with is we're dealing with too much anxiety in our life that we can't focus on creating. We can't focus on being who we could be and, and thriving in a better place. So as I move through the rest of these notes, I just, and, and the purpose of my podcast are not to be some great big thing. I, I hope I get better and better at it, but I just want to put these nuggets of quotes and thoughts in your mind because that's how I work as a, as a person is 
if you can give me something I can chew on the that day, some a good quote, a good example, it does a lot for me. And so that's what I want to do is put together these shows that allow you to be able to take some thoughts with you uh, during your day and moving forward. And the debt you have and the people that are around you are most of the problems most of the time. Most of us have people who are draining to us. They're not good. They promote the flaws in us. They cause us to be worse. And we, we ourselves do that as well. Now, it's not just your friend's fault. It's a lack of thinking you have anything better to offer in life. But the the truth is that you cannot imagine what your life could look like a year from now if you focused on getting rid of the problems in your life, the people, uh, the excess debts, the marriage issues, fixing all that. And you could be somebody the world's waiting on right now. There's no telling what you could create, produce, be involved in and participate with it. It could just be something incredible. And I know that you know that the problem is, and I was, I was this way some years ago is that you, you sometimes you can quickly glimpse out into the future and, and it looks bright and you get this little hope, but then you're just around such awful things and such, such a group of people that bring you so, so much lower and involve you in so much anger and malice and envy and gossip that it quickly just buries all that again. And I'm going to read a scripture out of the Bible in a second that's going to show you what I'm talking about. But, you know, two things so far moving forward, you have to be creative in your mind and in your thoughts to get that excitement and that faith building. And the things that are going to hinder your ability to be creative are your life's current current debts and money problems and your life's current friendships and circle of people. So I could just encourage you, clear it out. And it's better for them, the people you're going to leave from around, and yourself. It, it helps both. That They need to see you leave. There needs to be a scarcity of you being around. And then you need to clear your life up financially so that you can go back and be a proper light and a proper help to them if that if that presents itself. Let me read you what Jordan Peterson said. I have an excerpt from him. He said, you have a spirit that you abide by or that guides you, and maybe you, you're betrayed or you come to some philosophical realization or some frustration or disappointment in the course of your life that takes the bottom out of your endeavor. You're lost. The spirit that guided you has vanished. You break into pieces and you say, I fell apart. You fell apart into your constituent elements. So God dies. He said, when the Egyptian god Osiris died at the hands of the evil brother Seth thousands of years ago, the Egyptian state fragmented into pieces. Things fell apart, and that is what happens if you lose the central unity of your psyche. Check this out. He says, you break into subcomponents, anger, lust, hedonism, desire for power, anxiety, pain, forces that partially unite you. They vie in the chaos for domination. Nietzsche said, for every drive wants to be a master and it attempts to philosophize in that spirit. Partly what that indicates is that one spirit or another is going to occupy the theater of your imagination. And he said, that is 100% certain. So think about it. You're probably living a life right now that's dividing you and taking you from being a whole complete person and, and dividing you into those sub parts that he's talking about. The the work that you're living that you're going to every day and your coworkers are probably bringing out the worst in you. Uh, the way you, your morning is set up, you probably have a chaotic filled morning where you wake up at the last minute, you're rushing. So therefore anger and tension starts building and it carries on to the 
car to the road to your employment all the way through lunch you never really recover you got to think of your person is your 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 body that you live in is a is a is a vessel that you're called to steward i'm a christian so i obviously tie mine back to christ teaching me but what i do know is that it, it is helpful for anybody to look at their person their own self and say i've been in i've been tasked with the goal of making this person the best wholesome person i can make it and that's what you do you 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 get your health on track you get your money on track you get your you get your body away from bad people that are not good that do not help you and benefit you and you separate and you go get around better things you you make your at-home life better you make your mornings better you make your nights better you get your sleep under check and all those things are uh, play a part into bringing your life back together and you're not broken into all those pieces of the worser sides of us that dominate most days and then obviously one thing you can link to pulling those things together would be prayer let me read you what dale carnegie said and how to stop worrying and start living he said prayer and those who habitually exert it must be regarded as the most adequate and normal of all the pacifiers of the mind and calmer of the nerves prayer gives you peace that's what the scripture says it says pray without ceasing be in constant talk with god and it doesn't mean this is what i this is what i'm con- uh, currently dealing with on um maybe scriptural or christian matters is that too many people are in prayer asking god to help help fix the things that they're doing immaturely such as okay you take home an 800 paycheck a thousand dollar paycheck and you spend it all you spend it all knowing you have power bill rent all these things coming up but instead you spend it on things that were not needed nor deserved at that time and so then we go praying to god and asking him to help us fix this rent payment that's coming up help us help us make it god help us pay this debt help us do all these things help me keep the light on when that's just against the principles of the scripture entirely that is the mark of an immature person there's no blessing in that god is not interested in helping you and and aiding you in your immaturity you need to focus on being a mature godly disciplined person what these prayers do when you're facing a tough point it helps bring you back to understand there's nothing you can do about it god is in charge and he and he thinks good thoughts towards you those are the prayers you want to think and then what my day usually looks like is that i'm constantly in a gratitude thanksgiving type prayer when i'm going down the road i just feel these moments of overwhelming blessedness honestly and i just thank god i thank him every day i i have a future that i can see in my life that i'm working towards i know that i'm going towards success and wealth me and my family have extraordinarily good health we focus on that as the other thing because i come from a mom and dad who did not have good health so i i take it very serious so you know we we're doing the things that are needed for a person who's on their journey of life to do it well and to have a good life we're doing those things and then our prayers are supplements just asking god to continue directing us open our eyes to these areas that we're wanting to move towards let us not miss a good opportunity let us not take a bad opportunity let us constantly create margin between our income and our spending let us learn how to get our income up let us be a help to people it just all these things and it, the mental health it, for a person who is focused on growing and building wealth and having a wonderful family there is i don't know if there's a better mental health state out there it's to be married 
and not focus everything on your marriage and on your kids and on your income and on your wealth building, if you're not doing those things, I don't know how your life is ever going to be really great at all because you've involved yourself in all these other affairs. You've got your wife, you've got your kids, and to not make those two things the most beautiful, strong, strongest, and most prosperous thing in your life, you're wasting and and neglecting those things. You have to, the things that what you have right now, you need to do them well. You need to be a blessing to them. You need to focus on them. Let me read you this from a book called The Almanac of Naval. He says, you cannot hide anything from yourself. Your own failures are written within your psyche and they are obvious to you. If you have too many of these moral shortcomings, you will not respect yourself. The worst outcome in this world is not having self-esteem. If you don't love yourself, who will? And that's what I was just getting to and saying is that you need to focus on making sure the things that, that are in your possession, the people, meaning your family, your kids, your own personal self, is taken care of. You need to make sure you're the healthiest, most productive you can be. You need to make sure your wife and or just spouse in general looks at you with respect. You need to make sure your kids adore you and that they fear you in a good way and they look to you and know that you are a, a symbol of safety and, and uh, prosperity to them. You need to take time to make sure you're handling the things in which you've committed to. And it's and this is what I want to end it with. I, I put this above the scripture. It says you need a good environment to grow free of toxic people, places, and thoughts. Let me read you the scriptures Mark in Mark chapter 4, talking about sowing seed on good ground. And I hope this really resonates with you. This is what I'm going to close it out with. It says, again, Jesus began to teach beside the Sea of Galilee, and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat, anchoring it a short distance out on the sea, and sat down. The whole crowd was by the sea on the shore, and he taught them many things and parables. In his teachings, he said to them, and as he was sowing, some seed fell by the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seeds fell on the rocks, where there was not much soil, and immediately a plant sprang up because the soil had no depth. And when the sun came up, the plant was scorched, and because it had no root, it dried up and withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seed fell into good soil, and as the plants grew and increased, they yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and 100 times as much as he had been sown. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. And Jesus said in 16 and 17, he said, In a similar way, these in the second group are the ones whom seed was sown on the rocky ground, who when they heard the word immediately received it with joy, but accepted only superficially. And they have no real root in themselves, so they endure only for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they are offended and displeased at being associated with me and stumble and fall away. So this is what I, I want to hope I, I get across right here. Constantly, most of us every day receive some type of knowledge and wisdom given to us, but it depends on what your current lifestyle is will depend on if you're going to retain it and if you're going to be able to keep it. See, if you have rocky ground, you receive the, some of these things, you hear them, you're like, oh, this is really good. I like this. this oh, this is good. And, and it makes you happy for a minute. But then you realize you don't have a life set up to cultivate that truth. When you hear people talking about disciplines, 
being faithful to your spouse, raising great kids. When you hear people talking about being healthy, it makes you excited. You're like, yeah, I need to do that. But see, you you don't do those things and you don't have a life set up to help you do those things. You don't, you're never around your wife. You stay on your phone. You go outside with your buddies. You leave and go somewhere with your buddies. You constantly just ignore your kids. Uh, you, you eat bad. You eat fast food. You eat donuts. In the morning, you, you, you're drinking the worst coffees ever. So the, all these things you hear, they make you happy because you're like, oh, I could imagine life like that. But you don't have a life set up to cultivate it. That would be that rocky ground. You need to make sure you start purging your life of places and people and habits that are not going to let you cultivate and grow these truths. You could be like the the last ground that Jesus said, which received what he said, used it, and it produced 30, 60, 100 fold. That's what you want. You want to take the wisdom that you're hearing from people, the godly advice, the ancient wisdom and knowledge, and you want to use it, and it will producing you more than what it did in the last person that had it because when they were when they gave it to you they had already produced 30 60 100 fold so imagine if you get it and it was a a 60 and 100 fold produced wisdom and knowledge you're going to produce more take the good things in life the good knowledge the good wisdom and apply them get yourself out of debt Free up your income. It creates breathing room. It creates a little buffer in life. You're going to be able to imagine a new job. You're going to be able to imagine a higher income. You're going to be able to plan trips with your family. Get out of debt. Get away from bad people. Reel in those toxic things that are coming out of you and put in the good things. Peace, joy, faith, hope. All of these things are what you want in your life. And so I hope this podcast helps you just think about the people you're around, your actions towards your family, your own self. You are a steward. You have been entrusted with your income. You've been entrusted with your own body, with your own mind. If you're married, you've been entrusted with your spouse. If you have kids, you've been entrusted with them. Please, five years from now, look up <clears throat> look up with integrity and with a little bit of honor and say, I have stewarded my family and myself well, and you will be blessed by that you will be you will feel a sense of joy and rest and comfort like no other free your income up free your life from bad people and start stewarding it right this is a slave price show